you want to go to a coffee shop? Oh my gosh, you have a voice for podcasts. I already know it. And Sydney brought me coffee. Bumble coffee. Bumble coffee. My house. Somewhere in Utah. I want to be serious about things, but I'm over here like this bitch. My shtick. Shtick. <laughs> this is our coffee talk podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't like organizations. Sid and Kayla. Sid and Kayla. Yeah, call me Sid. Sydney's so long to say. <laughs> I can hear you some of your coffee. <laughs> it is a coffee talk. What coffee do you expect? Talk. Coffee talk. Welcome back. And I feel very professional right now because I'm sitting with my legs crossed and I'm drinking from a metal straw. Yeah, I'm, I'm technically I'm kind of like man spreading, but like that's the good version. Like no, no, it's yeah, like, yeah no, because you know, in- I just have my pinky up. <laughs> Do you remember on the Spongebob episode where he's like, pinkies up? <laughs> what, a, what a stupid Patrick. I think I'll about. eat it now. <sighs> Do you remember that episode where they were like underwater? Or they were they're underwater. In they're literally always underwater. <laughs> what? We're going to see, obviously, Spongebob. No, Spongebob. that episode of the they're- chocolate bar and Patrick chocolate! and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, they're like, the, it's like a balloon episode, I guess. And Patrick and SpongeBob only each had one candy bar, <gasps> right? And when they Patrick went down goes, into the depths, yeah, and or okay, something like that. And Patrick goes, "I think I'll eat it now," and then he eats the whole chocolate bar, forgets that he ate it, and then he says it again, "I think I'll eat it now," and then he yells at SpongeBob because he thinks SpongeBob ate his yeah. chocolate bar. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that one episode where this is like the most iconic in my opinion, like like in my head. It lives in my head rent free, like Who are you calling Pinhead? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> dirty damn. <laughs> Who are you calling? Yeah, that and he has like the the just like the way that they merged his face. Who are you calling yeah. Pinhead? <laughs> SpongeBob is classic. It, is. it makes me laugh. Me and my brother used to watch it when we were at my grandparents' house <laughs> in the mornings, and we would sit there, eat our breakfast, and laugh hard because it was SpongeBob is so silly. It is. <laughs> it's a ghillie suit. Yes, it's great. Anyway, <laughs> that was totally off topic. Totally surprise, intro-y. surprise. Yeah. yeah, it was totally intro-y. Um, yeah, today. Uh, one of our many topics that we probably talk about will be a little psychological twist. Mm-hmm. We're moving on from our first episode ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Emotional dumping. Yeah, well, psychology in general. So I don't know if anybody listening is familiar with the holistic psychologist. Are you familiar with her? No. She's fantastic. You should follow her on Instagram. Um, I swear I did not talk to her. I have not talked to her. I'm not sponsoring her in any way or like advertising. I just happened to get her book that she just came out with. It's called How to Do the Work. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. And I cannot stop thinking about psychoanalyzing everything around me. (laughs) I I psychoanalyze myself because like between Mm -hmm. being in COVID and like getting married so fast and doing all those things Mm. being in the pandemic like catches up with you because all i had to do was sit there and be in the moment and i didn't even have the time at the like when we first moved out here when we first got married and everything Mm -hmm. to process anything 
That's so rough. It all catches yeah. up at once. So it all caught up a year later when COVID came. So now, and then grandfather passed away, and then it just got worse. Mm-hmm. And it was to the point where I was physically throwing up. Yeah. Uh, because I was having anxiety about things. So I was like, I cannot wait. I've, I've been waiting for this book to come out. And now I'm like in the perfect place to be reading this book right now. And she talks about emotional dumping, mm-hmm. which is what we were talking about last time, which is it's like a confusing concept because there's something some people call it venting. Some people call it emotional dumping. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of it is like uh, emotional dumping is mostly like using the other person who's saying, oh, I have like this great accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And then the other person you're talking to either like talks about only negative things or something yeah. like that. And you're just like, can you talk about something positive? Like, yeah, you were talking about uh, last time you were talking about how uh, sometimes when you're talking to somebody who has a significant other, like you're trying to re- like relate and you yeah, talk about, like, and they only things. say bad things. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's like, sometimes that's hard. And then when other people perceive it, they only see them in that negative light. Yeah. They only see because what you say. Yeah, exactly. Like with anybody, like you, if you're talking about like friends and stuff, like I, I, learned from other people to not do that and I don't get me wrong like emotional dumping's a thing but I got a worry doll so it's fine I want to get one I want to get you one for your bachelorette yeah you <laughs> should you should get me one I'm, I'm gonna glue the eye on there <laughs> do it the evil eye yeah that's why it's have up her, there have her holding it yeah you know exactly it may that's not be perfect. like the exact same like worry doll as I have because mine's like a little pin cushion. Well, why would it need to be the exact same? It's it doesn't special. Happen. Yeah, but they make them. They're just like these dolls, and I'm like, I was gonna glue the evil eye with her holding it in front of her chest. That's so cute. Yeah. I For, would love it. I think it'd be so cute too. It would be. Yeah, that's what you got when you went in uh, to, to Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. For those of y'all who don't know what a, a worry doll is, it's basically like, it's. It's like a Mexican spiritual thing where, like, you either have, like, there's always a little doll involved in it. Mm-hmm. It can be on anything. And um, you can tell her your worries throughout the entire day if you want to. Some people emotionally dump on that ish, and <laughs> then they go to bed. And when you go to bed, it's kind of like a dream catcher, but for your worries, you wake up and your worries are supposed to be, like, dissipated. Yeah, it's like a, a future journaling. Yeah. Or future journaling. Okay, guys. Like, it's like, I'm sorry, my brain did not say the right words. <laughs> it's like mental journaling. Men- it's like verbal journaling is what I meant to say, Wait. but I said future. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Well, you guys, okay, has anybody ever watched like the Harry Potter series? Like, Oh, yeah, me and Jared Bench watched that. So like, you know how Dumbledore takes memories from his head and he puts it into this goblet of like memories he wants to get rid of mm-hmm. but he can play back anytime it's like that but you don't play back like mm-hmm. it's trying to emotionally block that oh yeah and that's the thing but then when it comes to certain things like what i'm reading in this book mm-hmm. is you can the the thing about dealing with trauma and all these things <sighs> is is um feeling it yeah just sitting with it being uncomfortable well, and then mm-hmm. letting it go uh-huh. I guess it's really hard to do I actually did do it though the other day yeah 
But like, you have to realize that you're feeling trauma too. Like a lot mm-hmm. of times when you go through trauma, you have no idea that that's actually trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, like PTSD yeah. is real, mm-hmm. real, real, real PTSD post, uh, postpartum, all that stuff actually for, I, I don't know if you Giving saw birth is actually on the chart for being a traumatic experience for it, a lot of people. It is. It's, it's either traumatic. That's what she says in the book too. Yeah. She says it's either traumatic for the child or the mom or both. Yeah. Cause you cannot avoid trauma no, whatsoever. There's no, way. there's no way you can be and this is where it goes into you're mom shaming too. Like, yeah. You're going through like so many, do they call it decibels of pain? I have no idea, but it's like, breaking 36 bones at the exact same time every time you have a contraction and of course your body builds a pain tolerance to at least mine did but it's still painful like Mm -hmm. you know but it's all traumatic whether it's the experience leading up to giving birth and like you know maybe your significant other isn't as like um uplifting as they should be or, you know, something like that. Any part of it can be traumatic stuff from when you were pregnant or like, you know, you just have to have, there should be a lot of support, but like, especially after even you have your baby, like it can be super traumatic because everybody's only focusing on your baby. They don't care about you anymore. Yeah. You know, it's postpartum. Yeah. And so that, that really, really throws you into a loop. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine. It's like, it's like a... I guess we could say both of us have experienced similar like negative feelings and stuff, but they're yeah. different ends of the spectrums. Mm-hmm. Like you had openly talked to me about postpartum. Yeah. And I have tried it. We emotionally dumped on each other the first time we met. <laughs> oh yeah. We were talking about our dad. We were talking about our dad. Yeah. Yeah. We could say that. Okay. We were talking about our dads or moms. We were talking about yeah. like all our, all our family members well, and yeah. how, how they, their perspectives affect well yeah and not only that but they're like they well i guess technically it's the same thing but it's the way that they're dealing with trauma in their life ripple effects onto you too oh yeah it's so rough but that's the thing with being a parent like you can't you like regardless you're gonna fuck up you're gonna fuck your kid up so like yeah it's gonna happen one way or another Mm -hmm. like you don't know if you can't deal with your own trauma at one point Mm -hmm. then it regardless you're gonna have to work like i said in that book how to do the work Mm -hmm. i uh, she even says she goes everybody experiences trauma no matter what like it can be little it can be big it can be whatever you want to consider it well anything can be like a major traumatic experience like that's why you like when you say things to people or comment on people's stuff you kind of have to i mean at least try to think about it because you may have commented that and you'll forget about it the next second, you know, but they'll look at that comment and they might just sit there forever because you don't know what they've like experienced in the past. Like on TikTok, there's like this thing going around um, where a lot of people have like experienced like sexual abuse or something like that. And um, they're just now realizing that they had a traumatic experience And, like, at the time, you may not know it, but you're just now realizing, hey, that was traumatic and that was wrong, but you felt so guilty about it for so long. Mm -hmm. And so them posting it on TikTok is a way of, like, letting go of the trauma. Yeah. And, like, some people say some really bad things, and it's just, like, out. Yeah. Like, and that's what they say, the body keeps score. It's actually Mm -hmm. a book that keeps coming up every single time that I research about 
or that I read self-help books or something like that. Uh And I have yet to finish that book. I've started it a little bit, but everything around me in my universe has Mm -hmm. been pointing me to the fact that I have to read that book. Because, yeah, it's called The Body Keeps Score, and it's because the body remembers everything. Mm, Like, your trauma, whether or not your brain, like, wants to let you experience that. Mm -hmm. So, it's, like, what my body was telling me with all my suppressed emotions when everything happened. Like, my parents divorced, first of all. That was pretty traumatic. Yeah, and, like, it it can be, especially if you, like, are super, like, tight-knit with your family and, like, have Mm -hmm. a really strong bond with either one parent or another. Yeah, and then there's inner child work, too, where Mm -hmm. um, in that book, she was talking about how there are different archetypes of inner child, Mm -hmm. and it's not, like, all black and white like you'll have you'll have a little bit of everything some resonate with one more than others yeah but there's one where people are like where if you have a parent that denies your reality that's just an example oh my goodness so i have so many stories yeah (laughs) so like that stuff is traumatic so what what i think had happened when i finally had the time to process what was going on moving away from my family like Mm -hmm. getting married after never after thinking I don't need, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. I'm not going to have a man. I'm a strong, independent woman. Yeah. And then I finally decided, um, I think I do just want to experience this. I want some company. Yeah. And it led to a marriage. (laughs) So all that stuff was suppressed. And then my body during COVID was like, I'm fucking done with this shit. Mm -hmm. I am going to tell you that right now you got to deal with this. Yeah. You know how I'm going to tell you that? We're going to we're going to puke every single time you feel lots of love from like mm-hmm. Jared, like yeah. anytime I would feel like, like love like that or like get affection or he would say something really sweet like a- or something to me. Mm-hmm. My body immediately I would literally either like uh shit myself. Yeah. I never did it, but I was close to I it. Know what you and mean. then yeah. throwing up. It's like Either your body's way. body's way of trying to push away what you think you don't deserve. Yeah, exactly. And it's like um, purging, like, I didn't purge, but it's like purging the um, negative suppressed emotions yeah. that are coming up. It's yeah. literally symbolic. And the way the yeah. brain and the body work together is so crazy. And then that's mm-hmm. where it comes into what we were talking about before uh, that you've you probably experienced, mom shaming. Oh, Oh, plenty of times. Uh, yeah. Behind my back, but I find out one way or another because I'm a Sagittarius. So, yeah. you know, if you say something, family member or not, I know. I know what you said. Mm-hmm. I'm not dumb. Yeah, but don't worry because I, I honestly, like, I like the way you and Connor, your dynamic when you take yeah. care of Sienna. Because it's so cool because you, I mean, I don't know what happens behind the closed doors, obviously. but yeah. like no, it's the same. Yeah, because it's like Connor <laughs> will just pick up slack. You'll pick mm-hmm. up slack, whatever it is. Mostly Connor. But yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? You birthed the baby. It's okay. Yeah, you guys yeah. are in. You guys are in the in yeah. this together. It's like he 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 does it to try and give me a break mm-hmm. at some point, but then I feel kind of like guilty that I'm just like sitting back That's and like. Yeah, and you, you know change what? Your it's so fucked up because with the mom shaming, it's like as soon as you bring life into the world, you're doing Ooh. everything wrong. Oh yeah, and it's like. Not only that, but, like, it's with the mom shaming also if you're, um, like, your husband and stuff. Like, say you're a stay-at-home mom, like, a homemaker like me. 
and your husband, like, can you watch the child? No, it's our child. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a babysitting position for a man to, like, choose. That's, like, how everybody puts it. And so, like, when your husband at a family event or something like that is with the baby the entire time, like, they have prejudgment in their head, like, wow, she's a lazy mom. Like, oh, she, yes. doesn't, she doesn't take care of a child. No, my husband is giving me a break, and he's spending time with his child because he works so much, and he needs that time with her. Yeah. But in their head, like, I know it because I've heard it. I've heard yeah. it while they were drunk. Like, yeah. they're like, yeah, she just really doesn't do anything. And it's like, around you guys, I don't do shit because my husband wants to spend time with his kid and I'm backing up. I'm like, okay, take yeah, it away. Take it, take it Jesus, away. take the wheel. Yes, that's the great thing. I think that's also why our husbands get along so well. Because mm-hmm. I know 100% Jared would do that oh, yeah. for me. And I already had told him, I said, you know, you're going to have to pay more attention to me when I'm pregnant. He goes, what do you mean? Because we mm-hmm. tease because sometimes he gets so addicted to his video games. That's what he's doing right now, guys, downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, we're in my house this time, but, like, thank goodness because mine was loud. <laughs> it wasn't that loud. <laughs> That's fine. That's a really good impression. Oh, I could do better, but it might hurt everybody's ears. <laughs> well, we'll save that for something. Some another day. Like a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think that's so great. And then when, when it comes to being married, something I've struggled with mm-hmm. is actually being fully authentic. Oh, yeah. Like, when we met as friends, like, we were straight up. We were just... Like, we're not going to hide anything. Like, if you want to find the truest and deepest relationships you can have with somebody is just to be honest straight off the bat. Exactly. Like, that's what I had to learn the hard way. Yeah. And that's what I told Sydney when I told you, uh, texted you. I was like, I want to do this podcast, but like, I need to set a time side, uh, set aside time after our podcast where I just chill for the day because I had to work yesterday Mm, and I don't usually work on Saturdays. I never work on Saturdays, actually. Um, <laughs> yesterday was just a special occasion. And I told her, and I feel like they, we were, were okay with that. Like, that yeah. that works for us. And, like, just like what we were talking about last episode, where you were, it was 4 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and you were tired. Yeah. And you were like, I'm tired. Go tell your husband. Go tell your husband. <laughs> go tell your husband you want to go. <laughs> but, I mean, we, I did offer... Our guest bed to her. Oh yeah, well we. So, yeah, you say it once and then you're good. That's like, what we. Is, is that's what we. Um, that's what we came to the conclusion of. Like, if you like, come over to my house, you can just go jump in bed and call it good. Yeah, exactly. Like if you if you like we're gonna do. We've only had one tapas night. Yeah, I know. Which it's because we've been doing this podcasting thing and Connor's been out and about. And yeah. we decided to do other fun things instead. <laughs> yeah. But when me and Jared come back from Colorado, we'll definitely we can do it here this time. Ooh, um, like yeah, but uh, but yeah, so like that's what we we came up to. We were like, like I'm gonna offer you once, and I won't try and offer you again. Like, Take it or leave it. Yeah, forever for the rest of the time. You come over any night to Tapas <laughs> Night and get. Wasted, you know, it's there. Just Which go jump in, but you probably happened because it's not that's neither of us are bad influence on each other, it's just we We're vibe, wild. we vibe with that energy, yeah. You know? It's we, like, we do, I want it now, like, I need that energy in my life, yeah. But then I don't know about you, but sometimes when I get too much fire, it's like I need to, I, I feel strong, but like 
I need to take some protein and chill for a day. Like, you know what I'm just saying? Yeah, just, just be lazy for a day. Yeah. But yeah, that's like about boundaries. And there's mm-hmm. boundaries when it comes to even what you share when you're emotionally dumping. That mm. it's really hard. Yeah. Like, I, I have like a, a habit of having like no filter with a lot of stuff. And I, I did it with Connor and I found out that he's just not going to be really supportive in that. Cause he has no idea and doesn't understand what I'm going through, which is why it's, I think it's important to get like a therapist. I want to normalize therapy so much. Yeah. Cause I'm for men too. Yeah. For men oh too. I told Jared, I said, do you want to work on some inner child work with me? He goes, yeah, I'll do it. What is, I don't know what that means, but yeah, sure. It sounds I'm good. like, okay. Yeah. So we'll probably, test it but like the thing is I don't want to like push him to do something yeah you know and then uh end up having him bring up shit from the past Mm -hmm. and then both of us like sitting there like what is emotionally dumping just emotionally like drained me and my friend um actually did that in California so like I can't really say a lot of things because it's extremely, no. You don't have to. You don't have yeah, to. it's extremely personal. But like we were obviously wasted, but we were still in the right mind that we can remember. I can still remember it to this day. And mm-hmm. honestly, I've been friends with her for like ever, like since fifth grade. Oh yeah. And so we basically we laid in bed together. We hugged each other, <laughs> and we were just crying about anything and everything and how much we missed each other yeah. and other things, you know. And it was so nice. Yeah. Well. It's, oh my. Gosh. It is nice to do that because when I actually was back home in Maryland uh, in December. And uh-huh. uh, one of my good friends, who's also a Sagittarius, by the way, <laughs> she came to visit me and I was still going through the, I had just yeah. stopped uh, throwing up after anxiety and all that. I had just, just finished doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I was good. And then, um, so we did the same thing. We didn't hug or anything because me, I, I, I'm not like easily like, like that. Like I, yeah, I only do that to Jared, but like. Um, but when it comes to, we, we just laid in bed and I explained to her what, like, what's going on. And she like, is just chill about it. Mm-hmm. Calm. You're grounding. Yeah. And I do that with a lot of my friends cause she, uh, her and her sister I've known since I was two years old Aww. and she's actually, uh, she's actually two, a year and a half or two years younger than us. So she was just born when, um, <laughs> when I had met her. That's but so me and funny. her older sister, like even her older sister, Taylor, like we have deep conversations too. Mm-hmm. And she's a Scorpio, but we get like, it's intense. But the way that she consoles is like great. <laughs> <laughs> like she has this way of like making fun of it, mm-hmm. making fun of the idea yeah. Saying you're being a little ridiculous, but I hear you is pretty much what it is. And it makes me feel so much better. <laughs> and I even do that with my um my friend Sandy too, also mm-hmm. known since we were little. Since preschool. Me, Taylor, Maya, and Sandy have all known each other since that era or whatever. And we still connect. Yeah. So I mean it's like that kind of stuff. There's a fine line between emotionally dumping, but also choosing to share like tough tough stuff yeah with people someone comfortable just stuff mm-hmm. yeah like you know it's funny how you said it, like you're not like all into that like lovey mm-hmm. stuff like 
Leah's like the only other person I would do that with. Sometimes there's only one other person. Yeah. Like Connor, yeah, you know, like of course. Mm-hmm. Sienna, definitely. Oh, I know. You call her um, your baby all the time. I mean, I don't even know what that means, but I call her that. <laughs> that's a, It's just cute, though, because that's the thing when it comes to mom shaming that people don't even notice. It's like you can be so judgmental about another person. Yeah. And you don't know how that's affecting them. Mm-hmm. But do you know, like, is the child being loved? Yeah. Yeah. Is the child being abused? No. Yeah. Is anything else happening? Mm-hmm. What is so bad that the child has to, that, what is so bad about the child hanging out with their dad? Yeah. Like, my husband, Jared, has even said, he's a programmer. He would love to be a stay-at-home programming dad, is what like, he said. he would totally do it, too. Yeah, and you know, he loves that. Yeah. So, like, on the mom shaming thing and, like, how you were saying, like, is the child abused? I look at my daughter's knees and I'm like, Dude, they are bruised to crap. Mm-hmm. And she's she's two and a half years old. So she's super mobile, doing a lot of crazy stuff, mm-hmm. jumping off the couch, like just taking a nosedive off of everything. <laughs> and I, as a mom, I look at her knees and I'm like, I wonder if someone thinks I'm abusing my baby. And you know what's funny about that is that um, someone in the family, not my side, not where my mommy and not nothing like that. But someone in the family makes like a passive aggressive joke that I take probably way too personally. And I say, don't say that. Like, that's not funny. But it, it's happened twice. And you're like, we need to call CPS on you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, he's like, we need to talk to somebody. I'm like, um, I know you're joking, but that's not a funny joke because someone could take that super seriously. And then it puts me down as like a mom, like, what am I doing wrong? And I, I look at those bruises and I think every time I think of that, mm-hmm. it goes back. It's like a passive aggressive way of mom shaming, mm-hmm. even though they're trying to play it off as a joke. Jokes stem from reality and what they believe in. Oh, yeah. 100%. When someone jokes about something, it's because that's how they actually feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, it's, it's 100% true. Yeah. Unless you're a professional comedian and you just somehow detach your emotional feelings. There's no way. Like, you joke about something, that's how you feel about it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, there's something Talk deeply about psychology. rooted. This yeah. is. The, yeah, and we're going we're gonna to call it psychology to K only because I – it sounds like psychology today. And because I read Why the not? books. Yeah. And Sydney was like, you could just, like, just – Ream me in or something like that. You were like, yeah. I was like, what? You want me to psychoanalyze you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> I my therapist always or I don't go see her anymore because she said I'm fine without her. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, you don't need me anymore because it got to a point to where me and my therapist would just talk about nothings mm-hmm. little sweet little nothings you know um but she always told me she's like you're really good about understanding things that people say and deconstructing it into their emotions and how they feel about themselves and she's like how are you not a therapist mm-hmm. <laughs> well some of the stuff that you have said in the past i'm like can you be my therapist like <laughs> yeah like, hello like the way that um it's all about how you approach things mm-hmm. for real and like the way that you approach things on the outside is probably different than what 
what you feel on the inside. Ooh, yeah. I have a really, that's, that's what's <clears throat> funny is like, I have a really good wall built between how I react to things and how I'm thinking on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like, unless like I'm really comfortable with, um, like my mom and stuff, I'll just explode. <laughs> I have, I have no wall between like people I'm super comfortable with, but mm-hmm. sometimes with Connor, I think I actually have one. Yeah. Well, some of that, that just comes with the vulnerability and scared of being together with yeah. somebody i think our top oh of bells gosh oh yeah it's just in time okay but wow like, what a mood switch yeah i know <laughs> but no it is like psychoanalyzing it being with somebody i mean especially with like someone of like my case like being with um not only that but like just being with like a man for like the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it. Speaking of men, say. <laughs> I know. But it's just like being with someone for the rest of your life. Like, I always have this thing of like, what if this is like not right for me? Oh, no. No, no but oh, it's like. No, but no, no stop. Because I yeah. I feel similar. Just that's why I'm saying, oh, no. Yeah, but it's just like, it's. And it's just you doubting your worth. That's all it is. But you're, you're trying to put yourself down to the point where you're like, maybe I. I should be someone else. I should be doing someone else, something else. I should be alone. Or like, you know, but then also just being like, do, do, why do I think this girl's cute? Yeah. Or just like, you know, is it, is it because I never like experienced that? Yeah. That type of myself. Like that is crazy. You know, I feel like we're on a roll because now we're like just leading into another like subject i know this is gonna be great i can't even believe it (laughs) it's perfection it's perfection um yeah so well we're running out of time but we can continue oh yeah this on a whole different level oh my gosh yes whole different level there's so many things we could (laughs) we could i mean i think that's the mood of the day to be honest Mm-hmm. Self-compassion. Yeah. Let's call it Self-Compassion Sunday. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> We're just going off Sunday. We're, I it. mean, we that's our jam, Why man. Why not? Sunday's the new Saturday. Sunday's the new Saturday. As previously stated. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>